See, look at the hummingbirds. That's why I'm out here. Look at them. As a, as a business owner, you know, you guys got a lot going on with like the, the restaurant and restaurants are chaotic, right? I mean, you, you just, as far as like the back end of it, right, stuff's happening, it's crazy. How much is like being out in a space like this, like that polarity really helped you guys in the last couple of years? Save my life. Yeah. It's been like... Exactly what we needed. I was hesitant to do this, I can tell you, because it's hard to open up sometimes about anything. And, but I find when I do, I feel better about myself. So hopefully people listening, whoever's listening, feel the same way. Like, like I don't want to feel alone. I don't want to feel like I'm the only one flying through eternity with all the suffering, struggling and strange distortions of my own reality. Worried that a time may never come when I actually feel complete. I don't want to feel alone. I want to look up at the sun and be thankful that it's spitting solar flares down on me. And when I look away from my screen, finally to look up and smile at that random person in the grocery I want to remember that that person's just like me and it's not about chasing money and that shit's baloney We're not created for tyranny and separation and envy and I know it sounds cheesy but just picture a world pulling together Instead of picking up guns, we pick up each other Instead of hiding our pain in memes, we actually talk to one another Instead of talking shit behind screens, we lift up our head to actually try to love one another. Instead of setting our ways, we remember that there's many pathways that all lead to the same place back to where we came. Maybe you wonder why I make these highly emotional songs, raps, whatever you want to call them. You see, I've felt success, failure, Fear, pain, pleasure. I've even thought I knew everything. Felt like I had so much more to discover. I really only do get one life here as far as I can tell. And why not waste it on being kind and trying to spread a message of love and hope and acceptance? I feel we all have a way we can help this reality. Whether it's your art your jobs, actually taking care of your family, whatever that is for you, that's what this is for me. This is my tool to reach even just one with a message of hope through changing your story. Wow, cool. That was pretty cool. I movement desensitization. I can't. can't I don't know why I can't say that. Uh, and reprocessing. So I movement desensitize. Oh my god! Why can't I? Desensitization. Reprocessing. I don't. Know, I couldn't get that word out, man. I can spell any of that, but I can. So essentially, what it does. Desensitization. Oh snap, digital friend. I know you feel this beat, so I'm gonna leave it kicking for a second, especially if you in the car. Throw your hands up, clap with me. Get a little weird, make all the people around you go like, holy shit, they having a good ass time. Anyways, welcome. This episode's with Lisa and Kevin, the owners of Homegrown, and man, they are some super special people. And I had the honor of going out to their place, I should call it like the Garden of God, uh, the Garden of Eden. 
I don't know, man, but you get out there and you feel some of that tranquility, as the yogi people say. You know, some of that namaste. You could feel the energy right away when I got there and I had the pleasure of hanging out with Kevin and torn his land and seeing all the cool stuff they have going on and then got to eat some smoky smoky ribs and chicken and man we had a wonderful time on the podcast we really did we talked about really why they're out there now they used to live in the city for a long time right next to their restaurant kind of why they moved out of the city and and really even how they created homegrown uh, and and really captivated the vibe that their restaurant has that people know and love and also the struggles of opening and running a restaurant, right? And all the changes they've been through in the last couple years and really in the end coming to this place of a more simple life. And it was a pleasure, it really was. They're some of the coolest people ever. And I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation and I cannot wait for you to hear their beautiful dog Bane come in a few times and uh, decide to give his two cents too you know what i'm saying so without further ado friends let's get oh yeah so now we can yeah you can do it i can look at lisa and be like Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So look at the hummingbirds. That's what I want to be out here. Look at them, dude. Honestly, that that was. It, I thought it was a bug at first. Yeah. So I was you I was sitting them? up. I heard the. Uh-huh. And I was awesome. like, I was like, holy shit, is that a beetle? That's dude. It's insanity love out here, dude. That's I'm, my thing, dude. Oh, dude, I love it, man. And that's, dude. I have to just say, man, thanks so much for for having me out. This place is so like Garden of Eden. You know what I mean? Like you come here and you feel a difference in the presence. Like the the there's a shift. You know what I mean? You show up and you automatically feel like calm and and there's just man, what you've created here is beautiful. I mean, you've got like garden and chickens and crazy stuff going on and the freaking you know the lake. We're overlooking the lake and there's tons of hummingbirds flying, man. And it's just it really has. You've cultivated a paradise, man. It's it's beautiful. Well, the cool thing about the hummingbirds is that noise mm-hmm. that you said you heard. Because you can be inside, and it's that bzz, bzz, you know, like, you know, what the hell? And I love it because yeah. we look forward to it. You know, it's like you get them for summer or like early spring, and you wait for the first one, and then then they go away, and it's like, oh man. I was just about to ask. So they are they're not year round. No, they. Uh, they don't they they go to Mexico I think yeah. <laughs> what they like migrate <laughs> they just to- go out to Cabo hang out <laughs> yeah. on the beach for a little while they're like yo you want to go back to uh to you know them homegrown owners like they have a pretty cool space man they got a lot of food there you want to go back yeah. well that's the thing you know we had one last year or two and it was like oh my god I want like thirty I want them everywhere and so we we had them up just on the hooks and it was a pain in the ass to switch the you have to get the ladder out and they, climb up the they, thing to get the thing. I mean, they <laughs> clear it out. Like, you you don't realize how much they drink. Really? And so we put this up, and we, look, they're empty. I mean, we still need to feed them. Yeah. And this is the most we've seen in a while. Yeah. I mean, this is intense. There's yeah, there's a, a lot. There's a ton up there right now, My man. goal is to do this, to hand oh, feed them. Oh, dude. I've tried. So cool. I've stood out there and, like... <laughs> No, I love how you had his eyes closed like it was like God. Come on, God. No, yeah. No, you act like they're not going to see me. Like, and then you like squint, like, and they'll come up, but they won't. They've not set up. But I've seen pictures of people like with like 
groups of them mm-hmm. yeah. eating out of their hand. As a as a business owner, you know you guys got a lot going on with like the the restaurant and restaurants are chaotic, right? I mean, you you just as far as like the back end of it, right? Stuff's happening, it's crazy. How much has like being out in a space like this, like that polarity, really helped you guys in the last couple of years? Yeah, it's like my life. Yeah, it's been like exactly what we needed. You don't know it. Yeah, you know, I think we we must have known it, but we mm, didn't know it. Yeah, and you know, we needed. I guess it's separation. I mean, we love our, we love our business. We love what we do. I mean, we do what we love. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're lucky in that, Mm -hmm. that way. Yeah. But you know, you need, we needed, we needed something that could like ground us to, you know, to breathe, to be able to like, just, you know, step away from it. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. We yeah. got a little doggy with us on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> trying, he wants a headset. Yeah, I know. He's like, yo, dude, what are y'all doing? I need a headset. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm trying to think of. So, the, so this place, I mean, for me, you know, when I come home, I go to work. I love it. Mm-hmm. Great customers. You know, it's a busy day, beautiful day. And you just, you know, we got a 45 minute ride home and we just come home and it's like <laughs> going through like. In the clouds to like nice blue, <laughs> yeah. like an opening, and it's just there's nothing going on, uh-huh. but everything going on. Have you ever heard of forest bathing? So it's a new, it's like a new term. Okay, yeah, you've heard it. Like there's a new term that a lot of people are saying forest bathing, whatever. I had a, I had a lady on that actually does it. That she like people will come to her and like do these trips through like nature and like getting back connected. And that's what I was gonna say is like I think man inherently we forget when we think of nature, we think of like out in the woods and we're in the city, but like we are nature, like we yeah. are actually nature. So I think that there's something, and that's what I said is like coming here, you feel a shift. Like I felt a shift in my body. Like you know I went from being in this crazy big like concrete jungle yeah. to being in like a real jungle yeah. you know like a real like a real place in the middle well, it of nowhere it gets, it gets green yeah. and then there's nothing like you, you're really just driving amongst the trees yeah. and then mm-hmm. you know to get to our house you're going down a dirt road and then well then you can read about that too like oh everybody needs to be out in nature and what that does for you read it and you're like oh okay and then you actually do go mm. walk out and stand underneath trees and look up and, and experience it and you're like that is seriously a thing. Yes, it really man. is a thing. Or you sit down by the water and you just take it in, and it really is a thing. But you take it in. Like I've learned to literally take it in. I like gotta rush down there, jump in, get wet. Yeah. Okay, time to go in. Time to cook. It's like just you just know, be yeah. present. Because we'll get out there, and she's like, "Let's just turn this way because I want to see the house." And she just sits and looks at it different angles, and That's so I so, start doing you're it. About like out on the boat and stuff, just out on the water oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you just look at your property, like, oh, look at the blueberries. No, maybe we should cut that tree. And yeah, and it's not. We're not talking work, and we're not talking. You know, like anything serious. It's just like. And then we get out and do it. You know, it's that, like that's what's so weird though. It's like it's almost psychedelic to think about that. Like you, you that's really existence. That like there really isn't anything more to be doing. Like yeah. but because we're so caught up in like our like nine to five kind of grind, like the the machine, so to speak. That like we gotta go, we gotta make you it have bigger to be doing. every year. You gotta yeah. be growing. You gotta be changing yep. it. You gotta be revolutionizing it. You know, and really, it all comes back to just like oh, I could just. 
position myself here and, and look at the house, you yeah. know, in a little different place, you yeah, know? Yeah, look, I just mowed the lawn and it looks great. And I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to take it all in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the poor damn little, dog. Damn dog. No, Babe. Just, <laughs> he's Babe, totally, you need a mic. He's so cute. He's totally fine. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. You know, it's like Bane's changed our train of thought. Like we were like in a nice, let's peaceful. And then like life yeah. Bane yeah. comes along and dude, that's a good, we switched <laughs> and it stopped. And it was like, we're all like, yeah, exactly. Like, wait, what's going to happen? Exactly. It's going to tear that cushion apart. And that, and that, that's what's so funny too, about even conversations, even just like this is like, it can go anywhere. And that's what I love so much about it is that it's like alive in the moment. And I think the more we can be in that and realize that like, we're already in that awareness, that constant flow, uh, flow state, like we were talking about off the podcast, the blue skies, realizing that that awareness is always there, that really all we did was bring our awareness to the dog. But like that conversation that we were just in is like, is actually still there. Like we're, we're still okay. Like everything's still there. All you have to do is just begin to shift your awareness back right. to the blue sky, so to speak. It's like, it's crazy to me, you know, in those moments when, um, uh, <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> no, dude, you're totally fine, man. It's all good. But we love him. I mean, you know, he's part of our life and this is what yeah. we deal with. And, dude, you know, he's, he just, he's family. He mm-hmm. just, we're trying to talk and he wants us to talk about him. Yeah. He's like, Come dude, on, buddy. it's about me, bro. It's about me. Um, where like where would be a, a, a one thing I wanted to talk about too that we were talking a little bit off the podcast is like you know and kind of talking about what this place this space and I love what you said when we were hanging out you said like this has kind of become you know my religion you know the chickens the the lake the blueberries the the you know the hummingbirds like you know the air the crisp air you know this has become like my my space where I witness God for lack of a better term you know what I mean and like when did that shift for you when you when you came out here I mean it I mean it was immediate for me, mm-hmm. you know, I knew like that this was needed. Like I needed, I mean, you know, I don't even know if that's even right. I mean, it, it's taken, we've been here two years um, at our new place and, you know, we've had to discover it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things like the blueberries and the chanterelle mushrooms, like in the woods, the, yeah. we discovered a peach tree back in the woods, um, the deer, the hummingbirds, um, you know, it's every day I'm discovering it. It, it, it it's just it, it's peaceful. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's. I mean, it, it, it keep it's calming. Seems um, like there's a lack of expectations too. You know what I mean? Like when you're a bit, I know with me as being a business owner and like, there's like all these expectations that get put on you as an owner and coming out here, there are no, like, in other words, you become one with it again. The trees aren't expecting anything from you. You know, like the, you know what I mean? Like the, the peach tree, you, you just, the peach tree's just always been here. It just, you know, it's just when you decided to the, to discover right. it, you know? Well, I find that I'm like with me walking through the woods with, with Bane, the dog, our dog, you know, I'm like, it's like I'm a kid again, which, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking about anything or I'm trying not to, I'm just enjoying the moment. And I find myself like finding new paths, which I used to do as a kid and we'd go to the Creek and we would want to climb the hill, but we'd go that way this time or go this way and you see something that you didn't see. Um, you know, and that's what I try to, that's yeah. daily. I try to do that. I'm trying just to, you know, find new paths. 
Dude, no, that's so good, man. I Which think, is similar to my life. Yeah, you know, this, <laughs> dude, you know, dude like honestly, I'm on a new t- path. I've taken <laughs> the wrong road. I'm like way too deep. So like as we're talking about all this, I've seen so many like polarities of like life. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, you've got a Bible here out in the woods. Like just like just look at it, dude. It's crazy, man. There's like so many polarities to life. And and I think when people look at you guys and and they look at homegrown, such a beautiful restaurant that's like that's beautiful and what it actually brings to the table, the inner the family and all that kind of stuff. What, like what for you guys, like got you there and what even like really even made y'all want to create that space? You know, it it isn't even like we planned on it. Mm. You know, we had a basic overview of, we know we want it to be welcoming. We want it to feel like you're going to your grandmother's house, but that Mm. was like really just the initial step. And it all just happened that way because it was supposed to happen yeah. that way that's you know what i mean that's and we listened like yeah. we li- like when it's people came people in wanted yeah. and we realized we were amongst a bunch of artists well we have walls mm-hmm. put your stuff up on the walls yeah i'm not gonna say yes or no like i'm not an artist i'm a chef which i guess you consider an artist but but we you know our approach was just that like we were an open book mm-hmm. like Homegrown like wasn't even it, how the menu started. It had seriously five items, and now it has a hundred and five yeah. items. Like Whoa. we just, it seriously has just grown. So it's not us. Like I mean, I guess we were the catalyst. Like we mm. started it. We opened the book, and the pages were painted by everybody who's walked yeah. through it. Every single person from customers day one and staff and their friends put their and touch. our family. And yeah. I think that's why people have such a connection. It's like the cheers thing. You know, you, you want to go to a place where everybody knows your name, like mm. where you feel welcome. Yeah. So you go to the home ground and you walk in and you may see a piece of art that you have on your wall that you bought the same work from, or, you know, you may see a, a customer who's sitting down who you can relate to. Like, my people are here, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a real community. That's right. I love that about it's something it. for everybody. Like, I mean, food wise too. I mean, it's just, you know, I think like, like Lisa just said, it's, you know, going to your grandmother's house, you know, it's just a place where it's, I think you could go in your pajamas, you can go in your three piece suit, you can come in whatever. It's just a, I think it's in life, you know, it's nice to go to a place that you feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you, you don't. You're in situations that aren't comfortable or you're around people that you don't like that make you uncomfortable where, you know, I think coming in homegrown, you are in a comfortable environment, which I love. I mean, it makes me happy. And I, you know, I, I see it and I've seen yeah. it and I've watched it grow. I've seen, we've seen all the changes. And to me, it's all been good. Like, I can't think of a single situation in nine years that Dude, that's awesome. It's been <laughs> right. I mean, it's been positive. I mean, you know, you, from from ever, from the from the workers to the you know the the customers that come in to the food. Yeah, you know, it's just a positive has a positive vibe, which is nice. When people meet you, you know, and they look at your life and they they look at what you have, I think sometimes it's very easy for people that don't have like a business or like some big thing that they're known for to look at you like you like it's like it came easy yeah, so to speak absolutely. or that you don't struggle or yeah. that you're this like thing that they could never obtain and i think that like even knowing you in the little bit we've talked about like how much things you've been through and where you're at now and how much your perspective's changed you oh, know God. and it's like that's that's what i wish people would know more is that like you know do you ever feel like that that people almost like dehumanize you you know what i mean like yeah. that you're almost like this thing that's like not even human anymore you know well you get i mean of course i mean they were like god 
must be nice. Like mm-hmm. your life looks so easy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think it's like, I think you were saying earlier when we were talking, like if you want it, you can have it. Like we put our mind to it was it like mm-hmm. we didn't have an exit strategy. We weren't going back to the life we used to have um, when we started it, but you know, opening homegrown, like I personally been through a bunch of changes. I mean, I've yeah. had the good days and I've had, a lot of bad days. I don't, I try not to bring it to the to homegrown, but you know, it's, it, it's a struggle. Yeah. I mean, you know, every day to me is a new day because every day is different for us. Like yeah. when we open the door today, you don't know who's coming in. Or what's like, not going to work. There's no guarantee that customers, I mean, we, we could have not a single person walk through the door. Like that's so crazy to think about. It's not like, reser- <laughs> right. It's not like reservations and we know like we're going to do a hundred people. Hopefully we do 200 people. Yeah. You know, it's, and yeah. we don't know what we do. We just, you know, every day's good. I mean, that's so. We're crazy. blessed. I mean, it, it you know, I, it, it happened. Like, yeah. Sometimes we wonder how, but you know, we busted our ass. Like we totally, at least, and I busted our ass mm-hmm. to make this happen. I mean, we did what we had to do, and you know, that's one thing I'm really discovering more and more with people that are accomplished is like. You know, I think you Google like five steps to become an entrepreneur or whatever it is. And I always tell people, I'm like, if you can Google it, it's probably not the actual way to like to actually succeed, you know, but it's like, it it seems like there's like this, this easy kind of like peasy, you know, do this kind of thing. And what I love about you too, is we've talked about like, you know, how you've come into like this place of sobriety, you know, for how many years now or... Uh, going on two. Dude, that's insanity, man. How do you feel like that that's like shaped and changed your perception? Because um, you were, so you were, this is what's crazy is you were operating homegrown under that mindset and now you're operating it under a different mindset. How much has that like shaped and changed the way you I mean, actually view this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. And I don't really talk about it. This is the first time yeah. that this sobriety has been mentioned. Yeah. Like in any type of forum. Like, I, I don't talk about it yeah i don't you know it's not something that i you know preach about i mean i don't talk about it it's just it's my life it's you know i'm I'm almost two years in of my personal struggle which is fine and i'm i'm happy that i came out of that cloud i mean i was able to hide it Mm -hmm. from most not everyone but yeah you know those close to me got to see it and you know it, it was like I said, I I had too much to lose. Like yeah. I, we had bust our ass so hard to build something so great, and it was like I think I was saying it was like, is it worth losing over a, a substance that yeah. means nothing? Like it has no meaning to my life. Like exactly. like water does. You need it. Yeah, yeah. But alcohol, I didn't, and it took me down a path that I would, would you know. Isn't it crazy in the moment how you feel like you do need it though? Like that you feel like it is like your awareness is so caught up in the story of the way that you live your life that when you actually kind of finally get out onto the other side of it, that's when you can finally look back. It's so hard when you're in the moment, right? To like mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'm not struggling. Well, that was know, a part. Of, it was just a part of my life. It was yeah. lifestyle. Like it was my day was routine. A, B, and C, and D was. Was that alcohol. partly like restaurant lifestyle? Like, you know, because I feel like I, I see a lot of. I would say yes. I mean, you know, it definitely promotes it or condones it. Well, the, the yeah. thing about restaurant world that you know I tell people is, you can be a drug addict, 
a criminal. You can be anything you want, <laughs> and you can you can talk about it. Like in say in corporate world, you can't go into your job at wherever Google, AT and T, and be like, "Dude, man, I did so much blow last night," or you know, <laughs> yeah. I bought this great weed, and you know, I drank. I mean, you can't. Like, you have to have. You, you go into work, your suit tie. You know, I mean, it's probably known, but in the restaurant world, I mean, you could show up. Completely hungover. Your I coworkers mean, are probably with you. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, probably experience. You can, yeah, doing it's, it too. It, it, you know, it's that open world yeah. of it, and it's accepted. And you know, I feel bad that I, you know, did it. When I, I mean, I did it. I enjoyed it, but it didn't get me. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't do me good. Yeah. Like the the final product of me was not the best, and I'm lucky that I was able to, with Lisa, create homegrown. Yeah, and have that issue, which at the opening I didn't. It happened more after. So, how have you filled your mind space up with that? With with what that used to take up, and what I mean is like, I, I had this. At m- first, it was hard. At first, you know, yeah. I'd come home and it'd be like, Yeah, what do I do? I yeah, like all right. So yeah, I'm used to having a nightcap. Now there's nothing to do. Like, like, you know, exactly. It's such a risk. To and listen. then yeah. it just like, who cares? I'm like. Who cares? Have a drink. But I don't the, want it. What like, was lucky is that right as this sobriety started, we moved here. Ah, and so that's this filled a lot of that yeah. where he wasn't in the same routine at that old, you know, come home from work mm-hmm. and be in that home because we were here doing all the different things. So I think that helped him fill that. So I put my energy toward like fishing and hunting and learning, and learning about the land yeah, yeah, and raising ducks and raising chickens. And, you know, like enjoying that, like, because I did, I mean, I think for the first few months of it, like I would think about it all the time. And then, you know, my biggest struggle was I got to go on vacation with people who drink. I've got to hang around my friends who drink. I got to, you know, it's going to be a part of my life. And I know for Lisa, you know, at the beginning, like she wouldn't have a, have a drink, whatever. I was like, you know what? I got to be around it. Like, I'm not going to put my head in a hole and be like, yeah, no one was, can it, drink around me. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, still to this day, you know, when I, it, when you're around everybody who's drinking, it's not like they're going to, you know, pressure me. But, you know, I, usually what I see is I see me and one of two mm. or three people like, damn, that's what yeah, I look yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually terrible. And I'm like, yeah, man. And, but that was me. You know, I'm like, yeah. you think you're funny. You know, it's just that. When yeah, you see those moment, skits of people like, like, oh, I can dance, and they're drunk, and there's like, <laughs> you can't fucking dance. <laughs> it's like that. Like, you, know, you think you're like, you're you're not drunk. Yeah. But then you know, but that's then you exactly realize you look back, I, you're like, oh shit, I was. Like, <laughs> yeah. A nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, but, and I'm all, and I'm good. And the good thing for me is I've, you know, I, I have a really, really, really close friend of mine who owns a restaurant, and, you know, we grew up together. And, I think he went on the same route. I mean, he had substance abuse problems big time, more than I knew. I mean, we lived together. I knew stuff about him. And and to have him to be able to call and just we could talk and he could, you know, help me. Yeah. Not And it wasn't even so much I needed advice, but, like, we could just say, like, dude, like, can you – you remember we just go to the farm and we – as soon as we hit the road, it was – we probably had a 12-pack before we got to the front door. Just, like, our stories of, like – how yeah. we lived, <laughs> yeah. but and he had a farm that was beautiful, and it was like we missed out on so much from your property because all we cared about was getting fucked up. Yeah. So 
you know, it's just a change. You know, it's it's a good change. I'm in a good pl- to me. I'm in a good place. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, you know, life's good. I'm. We live a simple life, and you know, we. I think every day I I I try to see the best out of the day more than not. And you know, I still struggle with things, but I'm learning. Yeah, much as this, like talking with you, like I've I think just talking with you today has is helping me to to me to, to communicate better and to know that I've got things that I need to work on. And you know, you. I know you do this therapy yeah. that we were talking about that, you know, I've heard just from your last podcast that I listened to that it may be something I may be interested in, not Dude, saying yeah. tomorrow, but I think we talked yeah. about it and, you know, eventually, you know, I might just like, I need to just maybe talk to somebody and get that clarity, get what? more clear because I, I just want to enjoy the rest of my life in a way that is meaningful and not ruining someone else's day or, yeah. you know, trying to explain some shit that shouldn't be going on. Like, I just want to enjoy every day like it should be. Enjoy yeah. my dog. Enjoy Lisa. Enjoy the cat, the, our property. Enjoy employees, customers. Yeah, You know, man. like not, not well, making things difficult. Yeah, well, that's what I love so much about, like, now is that things in terms like mental health used to be, you know, in the eighties or even, you know, really even up until the last like 10 yeah, years, five years. Schizophrenic. Yes. That means you're like in a padded room yep. with like fucking losing your mind. Yeah, in a jacket. <laughs> yeah. I know. And I agree. I, and I love so much that like, there's been so much of that been broken down to this point now where it's like, Oh yeah. Like we all actually yeah. need to work on ourselves a little bit yep. more, you know? And that is why like, you know, you mentioned the, the EMDR therapy, man. I mean, I think I, I think everyone in some capacity. So what is it? Tell me. Like, yeah, so what is e? What is what? I think it's a, every time you say it, a li- I, I don't even. You know I what? keep forgetting it. I think it's a uh, something move. Uh, what is it? It's bilateral. I know what it does. It does bilateral eye movement. But let me look at what it actually. EMDR. EMDR. I can't believe it's funny. I should know that. Eye movement desensitization. I can't. Can't. Why? I don't know why I can't say that. Uh, and reprocessing. So eye movement desensitization. Oh my God! Why can't I? <laughs> everybody? Like, Lisa. Everybody, movement, desensitization, <laughs> and reprocessing. Yeah, I don't. Know why I couldn't get that word out, man. I couldn't so, spell any of that, but I can. So essentially, what it does, you know, because I'm way better at layman's terms uh, and bro sciencing, but uh, you know, it puts you in REM sleep and uh, and rapid eye movement in a dream-like state. So essentially, it helps you, uh, you know, dig deep into your subconscious mind, man. And I think that that's like essentially what we're all battling always. And yeah. it's, and it's never, and this is what's so crazy is like, you know, I've had people on the podcast that have done EMDR therapy and it revolutionized their life. And then they have to go back because new shit happens. Oh, yeah. Cause that's the thing is it's like, it's it doesn't, life. exactly. It doesn't yeah. mean that it like actually just helps you forever. And that's, a, and now that I don't do it anymore, that's literally what I talked to, uh, my last, you know, last time I talked to my therapist, uh, the EMDR therapist, she said, look, man, some people come back once a year just for fun to kind of check up, see how they're doing, see if there's anything in there. And that's probably what I'll do, honestly. Like probably next year sometime, I'll probably just set up a time. But then I had a friend that you know actually turned me on to EMDR therapy and he hit a dog recently that looked just like yeah, his dog. We listened to that. Yeah. yeah. And, 
and it just wrecked his world. Right. And, and, and then on top of that, so this isn't on the podcast yet, but a friend, uh, so he's in this big band, right? Well, the guitarist, his wife was out in like, I think it was uh, South America or something, and she was jumping off a boat. They were all playing out there on this big boat, jumping off into the water, and she missed jump and hit the propellers, <gasps> and it cut her up bad, like straight up, had to go to the, like the, you know, like get sewed up. It was a really bad situation. And so like what was crazy is his wife had to go to EMDR therapy just for being there and all this. So it's like oh, seeing it, yeah, wow. from seeing it happen. And, mm. and, and like I said, this is all so very new that who knows, maybe they all have to go to, and, and not yeah. that that's a bad thing, right? It's just, but like, what I mean is that life constantly happens, crazy shit happens that we're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great tool, man. I think mental health in general is a great tool. It's not an end all be all though. You know, I mean, it's not a, um, it's not a thing that's going to solve everything. You still got to put in the work, right? It's not a magic button, you know, but I do think that like there are things that are hidden within us that I think would, you know, it wouldn't, it would make a huge help, you know, for us to to go to. Um, But one thing I, I think that I wanted to really, really bring up with you guys is that, you know, you're in a place in life. If you think about it, that, Everyone tries to get to, but most people die without ever getting there. And what I mean is like owning their own thing or having, you know, a space like this or, you know what I mean? There's all these dreams we have, the American dream. You know, I I agree. And I, and I generally put it like this, especially when I talk to people, because we have a lot of musicians that come in the restaurant and work for us. Like I, I, I relate what we do is I perform at Madison Square Gardens or Phillips Arena every day. Like, Mm. that's how I feel. Like, we have, to me, you know, we have made it to the big time. Like, and it blows our mind. Like, you know, because a musician's goal, I mean, hopefully is to be successful or whatever and play, you know, a big arena. Like, I feel like we play a big arena, but we play it 364 days a year. Yeah. And it it, blows my mind. Like, you know, it was, I can't ever say it was a dream of mine to, I mean, as a chef, of course you always say, yeah, I'd love to have a restaurant, but it's like, it'll never happen. I mean, because I wasn't that kind of chef. Like, I wasn't a, like, celebrity chef or I wasn't a, going to be a fine dining chef, you know, had this cutting edge ideas and, you know, I, I wasn't that center of the plate and pretty food. It wasn't me. Like, you know, I'm, a Southern boy that grew up on country fried steak and fried chicken. And you know, that <laughs> oh, was my yeah. thing. But yeah. I mean, you know, I went to culinary school and did the other stuff, but you know, deciding to do this to like follow just what I know. Yeah. So even though you guys have like quote unquote made it right. Well, I, there's this still sense of like you, you personally aren't completed well, so or finished or with he'll the work. always say, he'll, he'll, he would say to me, we did it. And I would always say, we're doing it. Yeah. So we haven't made it. We're making it. That's see, that's what I, that's what I wanted. But that's to right. I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, we could get a phone call right now and something <laughs> crazy. I mean, just, mm. you know, we're doing it. Like exactly. we, we, we've, we're doing something that is beyond anything we ever thought we'd ever do. Like, mm-hmm. this is yeah. not like my, my goal in life or my purpose in life. I mean, Lisa was a school teacher, you know I mean? So she probably food was never a restaurant. Of course. Yeah. Never you know, the and then, and yeah. our parents, my parent, my dad never owned a business and my grandparents did. And her dad owned some businesses, 
but not a, a large scale. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, you know, for us to do what we did, we didn't have like mentors or people we could be like, so what's it like? And how do you do this? Like we, we just did it. And like, we probably had a few like aha moments, like looking at each other going, holy shit. Like, yeah. can you believe like what we're doing? Like, yeah. you know, I, I mean, my initial statement always was I can cook and she can balance her checkbook. And that's all we knew. Like mm-hmm. I knew how to cook and she could make sure the numbers of the checkbook was balanced. Other than that, we've yeah. just learned as we've gone. I mean, like I said, it's it's been bumpy. You know, it's not been yeah. smooth sailing, and yeah. you know we've we've dealt with a lot of good, a lot of great. You know, a few bad things, but you know, it's 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 we've met a lot of good people, and we've talked to a lot of good people, like we're talking to you. I mean, we know you because of uh, a cousin of, of, yeah. of Jeremy who works mm-hmm. with us. You know. Um, and, and that, yeah, that's what I that's what I wanted to say is I love what Lisa said about like y'all are making it yeah. because I think there's this misconception that there's listeners right now that don't have a lot and that they think that if they could just get to where you guys are going, they would feel complete. And no. I don't think and I think that's the thing is the point I'm making is like you never feel complete no. even if you get to these states. You're like, well shit, like that's one thing I've noticed, and I don't know if you guys have noticed this is like the more successful I come in different aspects, the more I the more you almost realize that success is like you kind of get there or whatever you want to deem as success. Successful, and then you're like, what now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're almost kind of like, feel like you almost yeah. got right back to the beginning. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that ever feel like crazy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you said, like, what is success? Like, what, exactly. what is, is it, you know, some people it's like having 15 houses and 35 cars and, you know. And then those people want 35 more. Right. They don't but it's them. never yeah. enough. <laughs> exactly. I think you learn in any level, it's never enough. Exactly. I mean, we know in life, I mean, look at athletes making $440 million contracts. I mean how much do you really need? I mean, you know, exactly, man to me. And I, and I, what I try to live by, I mean, I do like to buy things. I like to do things, but sure. Just a home, yeah. <laughs> some insurance, you know, in this day and age, a cell phone, but just, just have enough to serve. Like the basics is all you really need. Right? right. You know, I mean, you know, we don't splurge on things. I mean, we, we just enjoy our hard work, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, we, we've, we've, I, I like to say it like we have to take advantage of it. I mean, we've worked hard for something and you know, yeah. it's nice to let it benefit you in whatever way, but a lot of the benefits is not a financial thing. It's, it's the people you get to meet yeah, from the, the connections, from mm-hmm. the place we built. That's I mean, how I feel so much about the podcast. You know what I mean? It's not like this thing that I'm trying to build to just like pay my bills you know if it ever happened that's amazing but like the connections are so priceless that like i've made and being able to get into someone's world and have like real conversations i feel like that's what life is actually about that like it has nothing to do with but do you also find those people who you think are like super successful and like you get to know them and they're just like you yes and that's what i like like you meet people like oh this person's a supreme court justice she must be like someone i could never talk to because I'm not very educated. Yeah. And then you get to know them and then you actually know you see them all the time. And they're, I mean, that's, you know, that's the, how we live. We put people on pedestals, yeah, man. I think, and you think that they're different than you, but you find out they're not. I Especially mean, with social media. Right. But they're not. They're exact same. They talk the same. You can have conversation. They're not going to, I mean, I, I find with me, with anybody I talk to, I never talk about what they do. They always talk about what I do because people are more interested in food. Or I say I go fishing and then I find out they fish. I don't talk about like, well, so how was your latest case? I mean, because <laughs> yeah. to them, it seems like it's just a job. Exactly. Or to me, like, I live my life. I live my job. Like, food is my life. Yeah. You know, it, it's as important to outside of work as inside of work. But it's just interesting to me, you know, 
meeting people like that who before this I would probably put up on like what would it be like to meet a famous person yeah. and it's weird to me I guess to think that way yeah. now when you find out they're just they're just people same as Jerry <laughs> like meeting Jerry Seinfeld he was an asshole which kind of blew really it kind of irritated always, you know, us I've always heard that I've always heard that that's so crazy because he says he can but you go you know he, cause he, but, yeah because he's so famous or yeah. whatever but he, yeah. you know it was shot, he was like come on it, it, dude it, didn't y'all just recently have like a movie or something shot in your yeah, stu- yeah. What, was it uh, what's his Clint name Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. what was that like was he so cool? we didn't even we go. Did. This is our third or fourth, and, 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 and for us, like we didn't even know. We don't we care. Just didn't go. Yeah, sure. we don't, it's a day off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah employees yeah. get off. We get off. You know, it's like nothing can happen because the restaurant is shut down. Yeah. So it, it's like it's the day, like day where off. you can turn the phone off, and it doesn't even matter. How You're does not that work? Miss... Do they kind of like rent the space from you or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, cool. They buy it for the day, and oh. like, and just like Lisa said, the like, best part about it is. We usually make about two hundred grand a day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so y'all gonna charge us at least two feet. <laughs> what we tell them is it has to be worth our while because hell yeah, because customers get upset. We have oh, to I deal bet. with the customers who are gonna give us hell that who yeah. want to come eat. I bet. So we I do our best to tell yeah. customers like, how dare you be closed on meatloaf? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. No, no, we're good. We're still. It's just the in ears. It's all right. One second. Sometimes I, I kicked it. Oh, come on. Oh man! Here, let me. Can I do it? No, it's it's fine. It does this all. Come on! There, there we go. go. Okay, we're back on. <laughs> Our inners went out. We were like, "Oh shit, I can't hear that damn dog." <laughs> 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 no, dude, that's just real life, is what it is. <laughs> he's coming to hang out. What's yeah. up, puppy boy? Oh boy! Now he's got the ball near the cat. He's like, Dad, you promised we were going to throw the ball. And now you're over here talking <laughs> shit. He's like, I know who you really are, Dad. <laughs> it's like, I see you every day. It's like, you're well behaved. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, no, no. You're fine, man. Um, yeah, man. That's that's so crazy, though. So y'all didn't y'all didn't meet Clint Eastwood then, did you? Y'all just took the day Lisa's off. Lisa's parents they always did. like to go. And, yeah. yeah. Kind of check them out. Those, like that. We'll have to have a key holder. So it'll be someone from the restaurant. And, yeah. To like and we just let them know. Sure. Oh, Lisa's so parents cool. are going to be here. Yeah. Mm. So, so it was that's super rad, yeah. man. My mom really wanted to meet John Hamm, so she got to shake his hand to get Dude, a picture. That's so super it made sick. their day. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. man. are you guys like from Atlanta? I'm from upstate New York. Really? When did you come to Atlanta? And like the summer of 2012. Okay. Or 2002. Yeah. How do you like Atlanta? And you know and adjacent to like growing up somewhere else uh you know i thought that i couldn't wait to get out of upstate new york couldn't Mm -hmm. wait to get out of my hometown moved here and i love it but it made me really appreciate where i came from and now Mm -hmm. i love going back there and now living out here it is very similar to like where i grew up so now that i found this part it kind of makes me I like it more now living out here than I did you in like the city. You kind of found your, yeah. yeah. The same thing with me. The first time I lived in Atlanta, I lived in Atlanta for about a year and a half. Uh, uh, it's been about maybe 14 years, 13, I don't know, something like that. I was here for like a year and a half and I moved away because I was actually in a, I was actually engaged before my wife and, and she ended up leaving me the, the week I moved up there to see her. So we were together for like three years and it was like, oh, you know, God told me that we're not supposed to be together. You know, some crazy <laughs> shit like that. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah, so I was up there, but then when I came back, I've 
noticed that like I'm finding my like place in the city. Yeah. And, and is what I mean. Like you kind of find your your group and the culture. And like now this is the first time I can honestly say this because I was definitely a nomad. Like, you know, I, I left my house at like pretty much 14 and then moved to and with other family and then kept, started moving from then on out my entire life and existence. This is the first time I've ever planted roots. And I think that that's like so funny because so many people, the reason I asked it is because often we run away from like locations thinking that the next location is going to be it. Yeah. But there's that like whole everywhere you go, there you are kind yeah. of thing, you know? And so I was, so I was interested to kind of see well, like- I think you have to leave. Like, I mean, I'm from Tucker, which is outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, I'll never go back. Like once I left, it was like, I'll never go back. I love going back. Yeah, exactly. I love seeing the high school. I love seeing the church. I love seeing my old home. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. the restaurants that we, we'd eat at. I mean- and like going to Lisa's home in upstate New York, like, you know, I'm thinking when you say New York to me, I think Manhattan, like there's nothing other than buildings and yeah. concrete. And then we go to her home and I'm like, <laughs> it's country. <laughs> <laughs> this looks just like South Georgia. I mean, it was, <laughs> exactly. I mean, just with the accent, you know, Northern accent, not a Southern accent. I mean, yeah. it was. And much colder in the winter. And, yeah. <laughs> Which was what brought it. me here. You know, I'm yeah, like, damn, too. this is a cool town, but you know, it's, it's just grass is always greener yeah know? one thing not to get like super existential but i have to man because i just love it you know you guys have experienced a lot in life and i think like a couple big questions just to hear from you and there's no right or wrong answer it's like number one like what do you feel like now that you've you've had success you've had struggles you've seen you know you've had dark times you now you're in good times you know you've, you've experienced all this stuff like to you what what is life what is life like what is existence for you and that's the We'll start with there. We'll start with that question. Like, and I know that it's such a big question, but the reason why I like to break it down is because it's like the more people who begin to express what they feel about it, the simplicity of it all, I think maybe it helps people kind of like distill it down a little bit. So it's not this big, grand, scary thing, you know? I mean, to, to me, life is, it, it's just full of experiences, but it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not old. I mean, I'm 48, but I'm learning you got to enjoy it. Mm. Like it flies by, like it literally flies by. Like, you know, what was that? There's that as a kid, my buddy's sister, I always show us this thing called like the, the station where it's like, you know, can't wait till you turn 12 or you can't wait till you turn a teenager and you can't wait till you're 16. You can drive. Then you can't wait till you're 18. Then you can't wait till you're 21. Cause you can drink. And then, you can't wait till you go to college, and you can't wait to grad. Like it's always this, like yeah, we're there's gonna these get numbers, there. like <laughs> yeah. th- that you never get to. You no. never get to the station. Like you are, you know, and you're always chasing that. I can't wait to get older. I can't wait. Can't wait. Like I, I look forward to every day now. Like my day, like you know, work is great. Our business is amazing, but like life is just. You got to enjoy every second. Like, yeah. and I think part of, you know, my clarity from the sobriety is I, there were hours and hours of every day for 40 years or not 40, for 25, 30 years that it, it, I didn't enjoy. Yeah. I know nothing about anymore. Like, yeah. and I don't want the rest of my time. I, I want to enjoy the rain. Like right now I want to yeah. like look at the hummingbirds and enjoy. I want to enjoy. Dude, seriously. Like every, it's almost like every second because it's like, it's like the fastest, it's just fast. I mean, I look at my parents now and they're getting old mm-hmm. and you know, and it, it makes me sad because you know, it's your parents, but like I'm getting there. I mean, my yeah. buddy, I got a good buddy. Man. We talk about it all the time. I was like, dude, we're going to be sitting on that front porch. Like we were at 18, but we're going to be in our seventies. Like, 
and it's going to be like yesterday. Yeah, man. So I, I mean, love it's that. just. I mean, you know, it's. I, you know, I just think I'm learning. You have to enjoy life. Like you got to find like, and if you hate your job, fucking quit. Yeah. Like, what's it worth? Like exactly. You know, I don't get it. Like I, yeah, I've always been the one that if I don't like it, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not going to stay for 40 years just because it's a job. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people had to do it. I understand. You know, you have family young or you got mouths to feed, and you can't take that risk. But you know, luckily for me, my father gave me the opportunity. Yeah. He allowed me to make whatever choice I wanted in life and take whatever path he didn't, you know, and I took a different path than he probably thought I would, but yeah. it, worked, it worked out. But yeah. I just tell people like, I just, you know, it, 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 I hate seeing people who hate what they do. Like, you know, you only go through this once. Yeah, That's it. I mean, man. it's, it's once it's over, it's yeah. over. And I don't want to look back and be like, you know what? I didn't do, or I hated, you know, the majority of my life. Like I just, yeah, man, dude, I've talked to my mom a lot about, about that a lot now that she's older, like looking back and she's just like, I don't even know what the fuck happened. Like, I'm just here. And I'm like, I don't even know what it all was. And that's what I wanted to, that, that's what I don't want to be that. Like that right there. Like, yeah, that's what, scary. Not that I have to have a purpose or not that I want to leave a mark. Yeah. But I don't want to just exist. Like, you know, just whatever. I'll just deal with, you know, exactly. roll with the punches. Like I want, I want to make decisions in our lives and make good decisions. And, you know, I think Lisa and I as a team is unbeatable. Like if we look, I mean, of course there's been, you know, ups and the downs, but you know, we have made so many good, (laughs) positive, like decisions together. And sometimes we don't even think about it, but we both know it's a right decision or wrong decision. And I would say 10 out of 10, we've, like knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And what I love to tell people too, is like in the struggle. So, you know, we, we've talked about like sobriety and all kinds of different things. The craziest part, the most psychedelic part of all of that is that you told your sobriety story in two minutes, but living it took a lot longer. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, that's what I try to tell people is like, realize when you're in the moment, it seems like it's never going to stop. It me, it seems like it's never going to end, but push through it. You can't change unless you change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So change, create change, create ripple effect, go hard, like be, just do it because well, you can stop it. Like exactly. You can stop it. I mean, yeah, and can, I mean right? it was for me, I didn't have help. Uh, it was a decision. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm stopping. I mean, I guess I did have help. I mean, Lisa wanted some property. Which <laughs> it was like, if we continue this path, we're not getting it. And you know, yeah, I'm I'm smart enough to know like if something I want, if if something's not going to allow me to get to what I want, I'm going to stop it. Which exactly. I did. But you know, I I would have done it anyway. Like it was yeah. it was time. And yeah. for me, it was just a decision i made and, and just, i will yeah, never like switch i'll never right and never go back yeah man no that's super awesome and that's what i try to tell people is like you know going back to the two minute story thing is like all we all end up being is just some kind of crazy fabricated story of our life that was just like whatever and so if you are in some place that you don't like that that you don't want to be in change it because mm-hmm. as much as it hurts right now in the moment it will just be something easy man and i love how you talked about just like enjoying the day enjoying the moment it reminds me of this uh silly little winnie the pooh kind of slide i don't know if you've ever seen it where winnie the pooh and piglet are walking down a path and and i think he, uh winnie the pooh says to piglet like uh what day is it uh piglet and he's like uh, i don't know if piglet's a girl or a guy i forget i, I think it's a boy I, I think it is a boy yeah i've always like for some reason as a kid thought it was a girl i don't know but uh <laughs> 
uh, sorry, Piglet, I don't know how you identify, but like, but, uh, but, uh, you know, so essentially he's like, what day is it? Piglet's like, oh, it's today. And he's like, ah, my favorite day. It's just, it's just a day. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not about Monday or Tuesday or some crazy construct we created. It's just, we're here, we're here right now. And, you know, enjoying it and experiencing it is what it really, really is all about. Right. But even like that, how deep that stuff is, it's still so simple. It is. Mm -hmm. Like that's. I mean, one of my favorite movies is The Secret Garden. And mm, if you've ever seen it. Dude, I got to rewatch. You just. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that forever. I, I mean, I know she. And I used to watch it all the time, and it put me in a happy place. Really? Like, it, what it, is it about the movie? Just. Because you don't have to. I mean, I feel like if you haven't watched it, it's very yet, simple. Don't and it's, and it's, it's kids yeah. that are just not adults, obviously, that, yeah. that you know. Is Go, it them are kind going of through some their... shit, but it's like the secret. <laughs> you narrated. They're going through some shit, <laughs> but it's the secret garden, you know, which is dark and nasty, and you know, yeah. it was a bad, it was a bad time, and the kid's father's life because the the mother who passed had this mm. garden that she kept beautiful, and then she passed. He locked the door; no one can go see it. Well, you know, the kids found it, and it came back to life. Like yeah. you know, I guess similar like we're talking about, like going through dark times, but. That movie, I mean, I could just, I've watched it a thousand times because it's just makes me feel like, you know, it's just because then you get to see the garden grow. And, and you know, it's funny because when I met Lisa, I mean, she probably never had a garden, but I'd always plant just random shit. And probably because that movie, I've gotten into sunflowers and tomatoes and stuff planting because, I mean, it's. You know? Dude, it's, it kind of reminds me of the grass is green on the other side, but the reality is, is the grass is green where you water it. So mm-hmm. like the reality is, is that no matter where you're at, you can experience joy. You can experience that cultivation. So like you said, if your soil's a little fucked up and you got to, yeah, but you got to find it. I mean, you know, if yeah. you're around people that are not like, if you're around mm, people that that's are a good point. dark and that, you know, that you seem to keep you down. I mean, why do humans feel yeah. the need to stay with people Go like that? Go find new people. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, why do people do that? Because this you is... think that's it. I mean, you yeah. think you yeah. think like this is it. That's the only place. I don't know anything different. Yeah. You know, it's like, I mean, it's just like we made a pie the other night and, you know, I got a little irritated or whatever, but it's that unknown. The unknown yeah. is so scary to everybody that you don't want to know what it's like, but nine times out of ten, it's always yeah. better on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about us that that we're afraid of change? We like the familiarity, even if our friends are super shitty to yeah. us, and it creates a well, bad you know environment it's, for it's, us. I think it's the same thing of you. You go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you mm. go to high school, you go to These college. Are my friends. You this get a job. You get married. Yeah. You have kids. You retire, yeah. and that's it. Like. There's just this. Do you think pack. we'll ever break out of that social well, construct, the American well, I dream? Did. I, well, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you're like fuck. I, that. I, I did. did. I did. I did. Me too. No, I didn't live that way. Like I, <laughs> yeah. you know, for me, it took me. I lived overseas for a few years, and we're at in Australia. Oh shit, that's cool. And I learned from them how to enjoy life. I mean, it was they. I was from. They don't work to live. They live. No, they don't live to work they work to live yeah that's right that's yeah. right like they traveled and they were always going places and they saw the world and they were the the coolest thing to me about living in australia that i loved and i would talk about it with my parents was my our, like my f- friend group like the parents were doctors and garbage men and unemployed like there wasn't a like we live in a you know your group of friends are either 
like levels. Like it's yeah. your your financial fit, whatever. Like there, it didn't matter. I noticed it yeah. because I came from the world of like you know where you lived was your class. Yeah, and, which exactly. is terrible. Who your cares? Job, your I could care less yeah, if you live in Smoke Rise or Tucker or Brockett or. But you know that's just. It's, it's fr- Maybe it was me, but yeah. I was that way. But like I said, living there, you could work at McDonald's, you could yeah. work at Burger King. It didn't put you in a certain place. And my, fr- you know, and I learned from them that, you know, it was more about your friends and the people you were around. And we, I loved it. Well, we're so afraid to be perceived a certain way, right? Yeah. I mean, I even joked with you out there about like being in a van because that's not my right. car. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I was like, hey, don't uh, judge yeah. me. I'm in a yeah, minivan. I'm in a minivan. Yeah. I got a Jeep. You know, like, yeah. oh, I'm fucking manly. You know, yeah. like it, it's so funny. Is like even though I was joking, there might have been some sort of no, real, but everybody's that way. I mean, exactly. you, you know, it's exactly it, it happens because that's a kid. It's like who remembers tough skins? You remember tough skins? Oh yeah. Who wore tough skins? Yeah. Not the. Not the kids who are Levi's. No. If you wear tough skins, <laughs> you're, you obviously shopped at Sears. Or you couldn't yeah. afford it. So your yeah. whole life is, yeah. you know, it's that perceived of where do you buy your clothes? Yeah. And like, where's your shoes from? And, you know, you, you get looked up and down. Dude. But in life, I've learned I could care less. Like, yeah. you got to get to the point where, you know what? If, you're, if you need to wonder what I'm... <laughs> wearing my up and down like I mean yeah. or worry but you yeah. still but, but like you said I'm still that way like yeah. I mean you said that but you're obviously thinking it like exactly. what do well, Kevin yeah, thinks I'm sure. pulling up in this minivan yeah for sure and he's I pulling up that. in his little Honda like yeah and I don't I could care less yeah I mean you know but that's the way we think that's it, the way dude, we're programmed yes man I mean it's like at least I can't leave the house without getting ready yeah yeah, <laughs> I mean, dude, I but I that's grew up- instilled in her, and I understand like it's part yeah. of how she goes out, dude. Yeah, and I, I'm not meaning like pile on the makeup, but yeah. you know, it's looking yeah, yeah presentable for sure. I mean, I grew up with one Tommy Hilfiger shirt when Tommy Hilfiger was like the raddest, and it was actually like a fucking thrift store shop shirt. Yeah, that I had that my because we were so poor, and I'd wear that motherfucker almost every day. Where yeah. they were like, Ryan, we got to wash it. And I'm like, no, I got to wear my I got to wear my Tommy Hilfiger yeah. shirt. I I need people. I was to that know. way. Oh, labels, yeah. britches, yeah, yeah, and my mom. I mean, I think she had to get a job just to support my being identity that way <laughs> because I wouldn't wear yeah. unless it had a label or a which is terrible. And I and I know it now, but I was that way because yeah. we didn't grow up in the or we we didn't live in the fancy neighborhood. Dude. So like I felt like I had to over mm. overly do it. To look yeah. a certain way. And the crazy thing, it's too, terrible. is like the way that you're perceiving yourself in that moment is really, like you said, not the way. Like, I, yeah, me no pulling, one else. No one else is even fucking thinking yep. that. They're all lost in their little story yep. about how they're being perceived. And I'm just like, dude, we should just all like break down the walls and God. stop giving a fuck. You know? Let me think about true. it. You know it with a beard. People. Oh, yeah. Tattoos. Like, oh, I, yeah, man. I mean, I never had tattoos until late 30s. And, mm-hmm. and then I got them. And then I'd be around people. And I'd be like. They do look at you different. They look at you different, man. I mean, I was on a trip down in South Florida with a customer fishing, and we're driving through this little community, and we get pulled over by the maintenance guy. And the guy was like, well, what's wrong? He was like, do y'all live here? And he was like, yeah. And he had a little sticker. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Got a little sticker on your thing. And 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 the guy was like, all right. And they both turned and looked at me, and they were like, we got stopped because of you. And I was mm. like laughing because... That's hilarious. Because I didn't look like everybody yeah. else. I mean, like, it, literally everybody else we passed, it was like, 
everybody looked the same. Like yeah. it was crazy. And it was like, it's really that way. Cause it I don't really think is, about dude. it. I don't, I, mean, I don't either. My beard, I don't even think it's there anymore. Right, yeah. But like when I walk into places, everybody's like, what the fuck? You yeah. Know, like, and you feel it. Yeah. Or you'll see them go like, yeah. like you talk to me and they're like, yeah, yeah, which I'm, yeah, fine, yeah, you know, I'm fine with, but it's funny. Me too. I am too. I it doesn't care. irritate me, but it's crazy that that's. No, I would, I mean, I would take it almost as like a, be happy that you're pr- showing this to this person that uh, exactly. you know is clearly sheltered in their life. That <laughs> I just, I guess, you know, I'm yeah. just glad that I'm comfortable enough to be who I want to be and yeah. not worry what other people think. Dude, seriously, yeah. that's maybe the most powerful thing you could ever do for your I life. Know. And I know. But that's like, the way it should be. But you, I feel like that comes with age. It right. does. I right. do. I do. Well, think because so. growing up, you know, you're told you got to look a certain way to get a job. You can't have a pierced ear. Yeah. You can't have a tattoo because you go in and they're going to perceive you a certain way and they're not going to hire you. And yeah. it's like, like, are they hiring my arm? Are they hiring? <laughs> are they hiring me? Yeah. Like my mind? Like well, yeah. I think we're I think we're past that now. I mean, definitely more, more for tattoos sure. are way more accepted, and it's yeah. not. But I know my father. You know, I'm sure there was a time when he wouldn't hire somebody, oh, but he's dude. learning, and he'll hear this and and hope his friends hear it. But <laughs> when y'all hear this, ask him about his tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> the next time y'all are in a board meeting, be like, Dan, let's see your tattoo. Because <laughs> I mentioned it when he comes to the restaurant, I'm like, Dad, do they know about your tattoo? He's like... <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't had a marriage, um, like a married couple on in a minute. Like just real, real like kind of briefly or whatever. Like how long have you guys been married? We're not married. We're not oh, officially oh, married. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah, but close that's enough. Right. I no, mean, hey, no, we're that's, married. Yeah, <laughs> hey, no, that's even cool. We're that, married. I love that. So, relational wise, like, what have you? How long have you guys been together? Like fifteen years, close to oh, something. Shit. I don't even yeah. know. Like ish, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, something. So, like that. what have you learned, like being together that long? Because you know, I've only been married like seven years. So, you know, I've already obviously learned things. But like, what are some things you've learned about coexisting with another human? Communicate. Communicate. Communication Which I'm not is one hundred percent. I'm learning the mm. number one thing yeah. from both sides, not just one side. Like Dude. learn, and you have to learn how because not everyone communicates well, I've the same learned. way. Mm-hmm. Or I'm learning to communicate. Yeah. And I've learned, I've learned, I can say I've learned a shit ton from Lisa. Like, hell yeah. As in, Bible calls women life givers, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the Grateful Dead song? <laughs> that sticker. What do we have? Oh, oh, yeah. I'll think of it. We love it. I I did not like the Grateful Dead, and now I'm like, then you're like, a dead I'm head. a deadhead now. <laughs> it is my shit. Like, hell yeah. It, it, I mean, speaking of, well, I'll get back to the relationship yeah. thing. No, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the listening to the Grateful Dead to me has changed my life as what? well. Like, it, I'm going to do it on the way home. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's been a minute. I'm like, it, shit, I need to get It on. took me, like, I, I took a year to listen. Like, I was like, I'm just going to, I, I got to get into this. I got to figure why, what about them. And I listen, we listen to them all the time, but I listen to them every day, all day. That's all I listen to. Mm. And it, keeps it has it has helped me like it is really? it's just to, i don't know what it is i don't know is if it the could, lyrics the music like everything yeah, i think it's everything it's the feeling that the like that it seems positive we go to the shows and they're positive it yeah. just seems like it's like they're all it's just about positive like yeah. good whether you wow. want to get high and enjoy it or you know you know i don't but just sure. I, I, I don't know like i, yeah. I i'm very selective musically i'm not like I'm not big music person. I mean, yeah. Alice in Chains. It was Alice in Chains was probably the Black Crows. The Black right. Crows. Yeah, I, do. Those so are all I don't have very, bands, but that's it for me. Like yeah. I'm not like. And when I like someone, I just I beat it to death. I mean, yeah. I love it. 
I found the dead a couple years ago. And but part of that is the community that comes along with it, like yeah. the people I have met, and now I sit really? down and talk with. Oh, yeah. Like when somebody knows you're into it or you enjoy it, like I sit down and I talk music, and I mean I think I've even thrown out like I really enjoy like you know seventy two like dead the deadheads know like years and dates and really like a show on like saturday september 6th what 72 i mean i've always kind of heard of it but i didn't no. realize it was like to that oh, no. extent I, and, so and, I, and i didn't know anything about it but you know it's like cornell like that's one like yeah but anyway i'll get back to the relationship thing but it i wanted to talk about the dead it just has done something for me in a really Dude. good way and i know music is always you know put you in a good place or a bad place you know, time and space. Music's powerful. It's, it's always going to be very important to me now because it is was during my time of clarity that it has. It I listen to it all day. Yeah. Like I'm in the boat fishing, I play it on my phone, and it's there's something to it. We are frequencies, and it's the only sense that we can't block out. So you can close something. your eyes. You can not choose not to smell. You can choose yeah. not to taste. You can choose not to touch. But when sound hits you, there's no way to block it out. Mm. Yeah, you know, and even can, it, you know, and you it will does feel it. it. It does it. It, it does. does it for me. Yeah, sound is powerful, man. Dude, I love that. And yeah, so going back to like communication and so, so shit like that. So communication, like, you know, I learned from Lisa, like, you know, uh, we were talking about this earlier, like, come up with solutions. Like, we ne- mm. you need a solution. Don't just have a complaint or a, you know, some irritate you. Like, you know, this fucking sucks. Like, you know, don't be on your phone during dinner, which <laughs> <laughs> she pulled on me the other night. But it's true. Need to be like, it, it's true, you know. Yeah. And of course, I got my tail between my legs and my panties in a wad. But, <laughs> but you're right. Like you know, like we do spend yeah. all the time together. We work together, live together. But you know, I respect that because I should be. <clears throat> I should be more that way. I should yeah. say, like, this is our moment. If this is something that doesn't, I, I don't. Bread. This yeah. irritates me, or not that it would, but I'm one just to like see it and store it. Or she'll mm. say it, and then it's done. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a huge lesson. Like, once you've released it, you forget about I've learned, if I say it, I forget about it. But if I remember it, fuck, it'll be a month later. I'm having that same thought that's turned into, like, the yes. biggest mess that it's, you know, You've started. attached so many stories oh, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. then it, then it's, then it's morphed into, like, yeah. now I'm going into, like, deep dark depression over yeah, something that yeah this I could become have, a war you know I, mean? like, I could have just like, let out and be done with but you know i'm you know like i said i guess it's never too late to learn i'm learning that i've got to do these things and it makes yeah. me feel better and you know you know we struggle i mean it's not sure it's yeah. not, yeah. Dude, relationships just, are relationships and it's yeah. not easy and like it's i said for us we work like together that. and we live together yeah. like mm-hmm. We're together a lot. But, me and my wife are the same way, man. And but perception, it works. dude. It's, like that's what thing back to communication and perception together. Because sometimes I'll be talking to my wife and we're frustrated. And then like, but allowing that communication to take place, I realized that the way I was perceiving her was actually dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, Why you know, why'd you do this? I bet I bet it was because of this. Yeah. Right. Like we have like this perceived idea of your motivations. Like, yeah. I know your motivations. I know why you did that. And it's actually she's like, Oh no, I did I actually I didn't even mean it like yeah. that at all. And so I think, like you said, we well, that's could either how it works here. I think she thinks sometimes that she d- has done something that's put me into, yeah, like, but maybe it's some totally put me in the corner. How I get, and it's not. So like, and she's got to like try to figure it out in her own way because you know I shut down, and then it's like, yeah, like, why am I doing this? Like, this is just making life hell. Yeah, that's doing the opposite for the whole of household enjoying. because of me. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I'm missing out on all the things that I'm enjoying to do. I'm just sitting here like. 
And it kind of comes back to the what and why thing we talked a little bit about the podcast. Again, it's like when your spouse, your significant other, whatever you want to call it, you know, is uh, is in this place, instead of saying like, why are they being like this? You could say like, what is it that yeah. I can do to like begin to make this a better situation? You know well, what I mean? It, well, and it's talking about it. Like, it, it. If I say what was irritating me, it's no big deal. We talk about it and then it's done and then we move on. It's like, fuck. That was nothing. Yeah. But it would have been probably, like I said, blown out of a portion into something that... Uh, and then we don't talk for three I days. I need to grab these ribs. <laughs> Dude. Can I do that real quick? Whatever. Yeah, we can... We're in a good place to wrap up, too, yeah. if you want to wrap up. That's totally fine. Okay. You want to, like, eat on... No. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, let's, I think it's a great place to wrap up. Let's just wrap up me some fucking ribs, dude. Okay. Um, what, what What's the best place for people to, if they want to, like check you out or if they're in Atlanta area, what's the best place to like find out what y'all are doing? Uh, Just come to Homegrown. It's 968 Memorial. Um, Wednesday, Thursdays, you can find Kevin and Lisa there. (laughs) Get you some comfy chicken I mean, you know what I tell people? Like, I like to say to people, I love to talk to people. Like, I'm all about helping or telling someone, like, you can do it. Like, do it. Do it. Like, we open a restaurant, you can do it. I mean, yeah. it's not easy, but we're, we're the kind of people that we will help in any way. I mean, even if you want to talk about, I mean, I'm not going to harp on it again, but like my path through sobriety, like I don't mind talking about it. Like mm-hmm. it's not easy. I'm still new at it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need a like, so what's it like? You know, I'm thinking about doing it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not, there's not a, I'm sure it's not a book or a way, but you know, it's we're, we're approachable yeah, people. Like yeah. if you come to home and say, I don't want to talk to Kevin. I mean, we're not like hiding away. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so it's, you know, we're just a simple little restaurant and we love what we do. And, you know, this is just this, even doing this podcast is just part of our journey to make us better people and hopefully help other people be better people. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm gl- I was, I was hesitant to do this. I can tell you. Yeah. Because it's hard to open up sometimes. Yeah, man. About anything. Yeah. And, but I find when I do, I feel better. About myself, so hopefully, people listening, whoever's listening, will feel the same way. Like, yeah, man, it goes back to that universal find someone suffering. to talk to, like, talk, yeah. you know, have a friend. figure out that you're not alone. Yeah, that, yeah. that other people are actually grinding and through shit. And that's the thing too, yeah. which you, you know? just said. I learned, like, I thought I was the only one that had the feelings I was having and the way I was act. Like, yeah. like this is only me. And then you find out that you're not. Like, exactly. You know, man. and it's. It's actually comforting in a weird yeah. way. You're like, oh shit, okay. No, it was great. <laughs> it's true. No, it made me like when it happened again, yeah. I was like, you know what? I bet you my buddy's having the same feeling, you know. Yeah. So I know I'm not the only one and it does. You know, it's funny how that does help because, you know. Oh, yeah, I, man. Anyway, it's, but we're homegrown. Yeah. Dude, I dude, I appreciate it so much. Thanks so much for the hospitality too. Like having me out. This place is beautiful, dude. I'm about to chill on some chill, chew, <laughs> chew down on some ribs. Yep, is what I'm yep, trying to yep. say. I can't even talk because my mouth is watering so much. <laughs> so I'm like, but dude, seriously, on him, it was an honor. You know, it was an honor having you guys on. But but really, honestly, an honor making that connection. What we talked about, yeah. that, like in this world, I think in the end, that's really what it's all about, man. Is just making connections and and showing love and in a dark place, right? Like being yep. the those resonating people that are loving, man. I think people see that when they come into your restaurant, they see, they feel the love, they feel the energy. It's just like coming to this place that you've created and you've really created a special watering hole for Atlanta, man, a place where people could go and, and have a comfy chicken biscuit and have well, some you, good food. You know, one thing that's kind of funny that you said that though, I just want to say is I think we do have some customers who used to go to bars a lot mm. for that social mm-hmm. that, 
they don't go anymore. They come homegrown and they get that same. That's badass. You know, minus you, the alcohol. Yeah, having to drink poison. Yeah. <laughs> they get to eat. And I, and I drink beer, but I still call it what it is. It's poison. <laughs> but it's fine. But I think it's kind of cool to know that you have a place to go that you can get that same interaction that you yeah. only think you get at a bar that you can get at a yeah at a place that you just oh, eat yeah. and. Drink sweet tea. Hell yeah. No, but, dude. I love it, man, dude. I, fuck, I'm going to go eat there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Seven days. Hell it's yeah, all good. Well, I appreciate you guys. This has been this has been awesome, man. I really yeah. do. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah.